Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another Come Out of the Wilderness. It's 7 a.m. Y'all, sometimes it's a minute before because <laughs> I'm excited and sometimes I hit start too fast. But I am so gracious. God is so good. Um, so for those of y'all who are new uh, to seeing me, I'm on a lot of channels, Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and YouTube and especially on the Parade Deck live TV. So I just want to do a quick shout out and good morning to everybody who is watching from wherever you are. Good morning, Cindy. And for wherever you're coming in from, whether you're catching the live or the replay, God is so good. We just thank you, Father, for just allowing us another opportunity to come before you and hear your word. And I pray that everyone will be blessed under the sound of my voice, live replay or whatever. Y'all, so I am, uh, I'm going to be talking about, um, praying for teachers and students, but I had to tell y'all this really quickly. So where I am, I'm in Georgia and there's a crazy storm right now happening over my house, but it is so peaceful. Normally, you know, we get um, some, you know, crazy thunderstorms and you, this one, it feels like the house is shaking, but at the same time, for me, this is just so majestic. <laughs> it was a reminder of of God's peace. Like, I know that doesn't make any sense, but man, it just is something about, you know, when, when, when our father, when God reminds us, when heaven reminds us that, you know, that y'all, it's just overwhelming. So I'm just soaking that in. But today, as we talk about divine protection, this is a, the time of year where a lot of us are sending, um, either you're sending your, your, your kids back to school. It could be elementary, middle, college, whatever. And a lot of teachers and staff and administrators are heading back into those buildings. And, uh, and my own, my daughter started uh, high school this year. And as I was preparing for, um, for today, the first thing, you know, and again, when I prepare, I'm going to the Lord to say, what do you want me to say? Not what, what I should say. But the first thing before we go into Psalm 91, which I've talked about a lot, um, but it's around the spirit of fear. And so I'm going to drop this verse in the chat. I'm just going to give y'all a little bit of context because a lot of times what we do before we start asking for prayers of protection is we've got to address some things. <laughs> okay. So we're going to address the spirit of fear. So second Timothy, Timothy one verse seven, y'all know, I love the ESV version. It says for God gave us a, a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And that is so important because as a parent, I'm just going to be honest, a lot of parents that I know took a huge sigh, uh, a, a sigh of relief. We were relieved when kids went into summer break because we didn't have to deal with the fear that we had for them going back into school buildings. Um, a lot of teachers that I know didn't go back and finish their career as teachers. And I'm saying this as a woman who my mom, not in this country, was a teacher my whole life, Okay. Um, but there's a spirit of fear of, you know, all of the things that we know happens on the school campuses that we don't want to happen. Okay. I don't even want to put it out there. Um, but there is a, a spirit, there was a, 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 there's a spirit of fear that parents have about kids returning. There's a spirit of fear that actually leads to how we become so controlling. So the spirit of fear, and that's why the Lord wanted me to show that he's not giving you this spirit of fear but of power. So a lot of times the, this sense of fear comes from us not having any control over the situation and, and we want to have power over it. I want to have 
uh, power and a say in how uh, my kid learns at school. So now I'm going to be a helicopter mom and I'm going to tell the teachers what to do. I'm going to have a spirit of fear and control. And so now I'm going to, I'm going to overbook my child because they've got to do better than I did because somebody's got to graduate in my family. I've, I've, I've got to have this, this, this sense of power because they've got, you know what I mean? Like we literally build these things up and then we give that to our kids and expect them Come on, y'all, okay? Expect them to figure this thing out. 11, 12, 14, 15, they don't know. So I, I have to start out. He literally was like, talk about this spirit of fear that we have, we grownups, we adults, we parents, we aunties, we uncles, we cousins. We have this spirit of fear that we pass off to our kids. And then, then we say, okay, Lord, protect them. So, so we'll just understand that. Again, the verse says, and I'm going to throw back up again, you know, I tell you all the time, go back to the word, is for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control, okay? So that's the first thing I wanted to just throw out there. And the way that you get this power uh, and of love and self-control is through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so that's your cheat code. It's not, it's not us doing it by ourselves. Okay. It's doing this, it's doing this life, living this life with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why you need help. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to share my screen and then we're going to go into Psalm um, 91. And again, I always do this. If you don't have your Bibles, don't worry about it. I'm going to share my screen and y'all can look it up later. And Psalm 91 is, man, this is, this is um, this is a psalm that was given to me by my mother many moons ago. My mother has passed on, and I didn't understand how powerful this was. And it's not just about like reading this psalm. I I pray this psalm over my daughter. I prayed over my husband. I prayed prayed over myself, my business. I prayed over my my sister circle, my prayer buddy, my prayer friends. Audrey, I pray this over you. Cindy, I pray this over you. I pray this over everybody who's connected to me in any way. I pray this over people who are watching even all of our programs. But I didn't realize the real power this has. And again, if you go back and understand the word that words matter, <laughs> okay? So that the even, you know, understanding that the way that um that we were created, the way that that the Lord created, the way God created, go back to Genesis 1 verse 1, okay? That's a cheat. Y'all go back and look it up. But words matter. And so when you start speaking things, you know, you know, speaking things literally into being, you start, you start manifesting and you remove that cloak of fear, that spirit of fear that you would have had as a parent worried about, is my kid going to come home today? Or you remove that spirit of fear as a teacher or as admin worrying about, are you going to get set up by a coworker you don't like today? <laughs> you know, I'm just being real, okay? This removes is the spirit of fear for me. My daughter was bullied in school. Um, she, you know, she went through a whole period where she didn't really have any friends and it was terrifying, y'all. And I was praying Psalm 91 and I watched God work in her life. So I'm sharing this from a real place. Um, of experience. So when I come into Psalm 91, I, I almost tell, tell folks, start at verse 14 and then go back because it's not, it's not like you come in and you read some things and you, it, you, you literally speak, you literally are speaking some, <laughs> some things into being, right? It's, there's a condition 
that a lot of people miss. So they they start with the protection, but they they miss the you know, hey, before you even ask for protection, you got to have a relationship with Christ, right? So let's start in verse 14, where it says, behold, he holds fast to me in love. I will deliver him. That's the Lord talking to us. We hold fast to him in love and he will deliver us, that the Lord will protect us because he knows my name. Like I know the name of Jesus. That's the name that I call on. How do I know him? Because I have a relationship, <laughs> right? Uh, imagine like, you, you know, you calling out to a stranger to help you. This is not a stranger situation. You got to have a relationship with the Lord. And the verse 15 says, when he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So even this, this, um, this promise, I hold, I hold the Lord to this word, Lord, you know me. I know you, you know me, deliver me and protect me, be with me in trouble, rescue my child, honor my child, you know, satisfy my daughter with long life and show her your salvation. I start from the bottom up and then y'all, then I come back to the top, the first verse one where it talks about dwelling in the shelter of the most high and abiding in the shadow of the almighty. So this is, again, going back to having that relationship before you start asking for protection. Okay, so verse two, you know, talks about saying to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust It's the position. So remember, we're moving from that that cloak of fear, that fear, you know, that that sense of fear, like I can't control what's going down at school. I can't control, you know, what's happening on the job if you're at at school or on the college campus. And so you're positioning yourself under the shadow of the almighty, right? You're positioning yourself with the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Y'all, I don't trust the security guard, but I surely trust the Lord, okay? I don't trust myself, but I surely trust the Lord. Verse three talks about delivering you. So again, when I use, when I use this prayer, I pray this of my daughter that the Lord will deliver Isabella from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover her with his pinion. So I'm just giving you um, instructions on how you use the words to speak into your own life. Under his wings, she will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You know, a shield is, is pretty large. It covers a, a, a wider area. So if you, if you visualize what a shield looks like, a buckler is something smaller. It's on your wrist. So it's not only covering those small things, but the shield covering all things, all right? You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrows that fly by day, terror of the night or, or anything that's um, attacking you, your, your nightmares, anything like that, arrows that fly by day, any of the attacks or anything that's happening during the day. Um, or or the, another way to say this is things that you don't see and things that you do see. Thank you, Lord. You will not fear the things that you see. You don't, you don't see your things that you do see because that is also you know, the way that we think we, we are so worried about the things that we can't control. So so you will not fear the terror of the night nor the hours that fly by day. Things you will not fear the things that you you don't see or things that you do see. You don't have any fear at all. No pestilence, nothing that stalks in the darkness, nothing, no destruction that that wastes at noonday. You will not have that fear at all. And then it comes down further and it talks about in verse eight. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Recompense is the best way I can put it is like payback. <laughs> okay. So a thousand may fall at your side, right? So I, again, another part of the prayer, all, listen, 
All H-E double hockey stick could, could happen all around you. Things could fall apart. Literally, the building can come down, but no harm will come near you. And, you know, start talking about, you, you know, using the name of your daughter or your sons or your nephews or your nieces, whatever. You will only look with your eyes and see the payback coming to the wicked. All right. That's that's the way that we position that because and here again is why, because you've made the Lord your dwelling place. Right. Again, it's not you trying to come up with, you know, what are the. Um, what are the things? What are the what are the what are the things that I need to buy so that you know I can um, people are paying for protection? People are doing protection spells, y'all. People are doing protection spells for their kids at school. People are um, you know studying horoscope to see if it's going to be a, a good school year. It is nonsense. Nothing. None of these. None of these things are going to help you. You've got to come under. <laughs> The Lord. So here in verse nine, he's saying, because you've made the Lord your dwelling place, the most high who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. And again, this is why he wanted me to start with the spirit of fear. And it rolls really into, do we believe when God says, look, no evil is going to come near you? Because when we see the news and hear all the things that are going on, when we feel like we're out of, you know, things are just kind of out of control and we have no control. It's hard to accept that no evil is going to come near my child or my or my son or my niece or my my, you know, my principal or my, my counselor. It's hard to believe that in the natural sense when you see these things going around you. And so that's why it's important that you have to have this trust. You have to trust God that that when he says no evil is going to be allowed to befall you and no plague come near your tent, that he really means that. Right. Verse 11 for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Lord, the Lord will release angels to protect you. But again, this isn't angel numbers. This isn't you praying to angels. It's it's the for he will command his angels. You don't have to command angels to do anything. They're on assignment <laughs> on their hands. They will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone and the power that comes with that in the in verse 13. So this Psalm 91, again, you know, I just, I really thought, and, and as I went back and I was like, Lord, how do I prepare my daughter for this school year? Y'all, how do I prepare myself for this school year? It really was, you know, he was like, you need to, you and the people <laughs> need to, need to address, address this spirit of fear, of fear, because every day we send them out, we have to trust God that he's going to bring them back in the way that he chose. And I mean, there. I had to, how do I say this? I had to give my daughter back to the Lord, meaning I literally had to say, okay, she doesn't quote, belong to me. She's not mine, right? She is covered in the same way that I am covered and protected. She is covered and protected in the same way that um, I have a sound mind. She has a sound mind. It doesn't mean that our kids aren't going to make crazy decisions because that's the journey. We all have fallen and come short. Okay. But we cannot allow the spirit of fear to take over the school year. There's going to be many of us who are going to be um, watching news that is going to be shocking and disturbing because unfortunately that is the nature of the society that we live in. It's the truth. And we are going to mourn along other parents. That is also the truth. But we can't allow the spirit of fear to take over so that we are um, 
basically raising kids in that environment, right? We have to set the environment. And if you have a relationship with the Lord, and if you, you know, use these tools and resources that he gave us, and if you truly believe that, that he is, you know, our Lord is faithful, right? He is, he is absolutely faithful in what he is telling you. I'm not, I'm not sharing Psalm 91 just because I picked it out of the Bible. I'm sharing stuff with y'all that I living for reals. <laughs> okay. Living for reals, you know, verses that I am for real living. Okay. So I just pray that this is going to help somebody before you pick up the Psalm, maybe just, you know, you know, ask the Lord to help you lift off that blanket of the spirit of fear, whatever fear that that's cloaking you. And I'm saying this again, as a mom who is going through this now, but now, because I believe that the Lord is, is going to take care of everything. I'm not worried at all. So let's go into prayer y'all. Um, before you, um, before you drop off, if you could please like the video, because that helps us get more eyeballs. If you're on Parade Deck Live TV, make sure you follow us so that you can get notifications. And, and so we're going to go into prayer. So, Lord, we just thank you for another amazing opportunity to come before your holy throne and, and just present your word as, as you said, Lord. Father, we ask that you will give us the strength to remove the spirit of fear that is on so many uh, parents and teachers and admins and aunts and guardians and family members, a spirit of fear that is kind of lingering, Lord God, over us. And in the way that we respond, teaching us how to respond with your word, to fight our battles in a different way, not to fight our battles in being controlling, not to fight our battles in being helicopter parents, not to fight all ba our battles by, um, you know, trying to find you know, crazy ways with small gods and, and all kinds of things that we're doing to take some control back to really understand the power of your word, Lord God. We thank you that you have given us the wisdom and understanding to use this, these spiritual practices and, and principles to help us go through another school year. Lord, we pray for every single teacher who is standing in need of just basic tools for their classroom, Lord God, that you will soften the hearts of parents and the communities to support them so that they'll have every single thing that they need in their classrooms. Or God, we pray that the classrooms this year will just be a place of learning, not of politics, not of judgment, not of bullying, not of hate, Lord God. We pray that, we pray that the, the classroom this year is a wonderful experience that you know, all children will be be seen, Lord God. They will feel like they belong there, Lord God, and, and, and they will experience true learning in an environment where they can exchange ideas, Lord God. Father, we thank you for every student that has a school to go to, especially, Lord, in this country, but we pray for the children in countries that don't have a school building, Lord God. Many children who are, Lord God, they're sitting outside on their laps with a, with a pen and a paper and nothing else. We pray for the children that don't have the resources, Lord God, that you will provide for them, Lord God, and even they will be blessed in some way, Lord God. Pray for the students, Lord God, who are also carrying a spirit of fear that you will relieve them of that now, that they will go into the school year with hope, 
and with joy and with peace. We, we pray for your mercy that you will cover them and protect them, Lord. We pray for every parent at every bus stop. We pray for the bus drivers and all admins. We pray for everybody in the cafeteria and every single person who's connected to every school, whether it's public or private or homeschool, Lord God. We pray that technology works even for the homeschoolers. And Lord, we know that you're a God of mercy. So we thank you. We thank you for hearing our prayer. We thank you for for everything that you have already done. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God, if they're a parent or a guardian or they know kids in the, in the neighborhood, that they would also become vessels of encouragement and inspiration for the children that are in their lives. And that this year will be a year where they show up, God, and they speak positive things into the lives of every child that's around them. Forgive us for falling short, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for this another opportunity and we bless your holy name. Amen. Y'all, wasn't that awesome? Oh, I love it. I love God so much. Can you tell? <laughs> All right, y'all. So thank you so much for watching. I will be back next Thursday. Y'all do, you know, be kind to one another. If you see a kid at the bus stop, say good morning, y'all. You adults that are driving out the neighborhood so fast, slow down and say good morning to a kid today. <laughs> okay, I'm team kids. So please, be nice to the kids in your family. Send them a nice note, something that's encouraging. You know, lift up the kids that are in your life. Don't be creepy about it, but just lift up the kids in your life and say something kind and encouraging to every child that you're connected to. They need that, okay? They need that. Don't bring your fear and crazy. Just go out and be encouraging to all the kids in your life. All right, thank you so much for watching, and I will be back next week.